الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد يقول الله سبحانه وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا وسبحوه بكرة وأصيلا صدق الله مولانا العظيم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the mu'mineen in the Qur'an and instructs them to engage in the remembrance of Allah. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, udhkuru allaha dhikran kathira. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly. So abundant remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that more than 50% of our time needs to be spent in remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. More than 50% of our day and night, of the 24 hours, needs to be in the remembrance of Allah, which is a very difficult thing to achieve. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam demonstrated to us the easiest way to accomplish and achieve this goal. And that is firstly, to engage in the recitation of those du'as, masnoon, da'awat, and supplications of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on various occasions. So when a person commences uh, any task, or a person leaves his home, for example, and says, Bismillahi tawakkaltu ala Allah, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. He leaves his house in the morning in the sunnah method, and he ensures that he stays away from that which is haram. And then the entire time he spends in acquiring his livelihood, is counted as the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person commences his meal and he says, Bismillah, or Bismillahi wa ala barakatillah, and he eats for 10, 15, 20 minutes, and he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying, Alhamdulillah, then that 20 minutes will be counted as engaging in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Before going to sleep, if a person performs wudu in a correct and authentic hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu says that person who performs wudu before going to sleep, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows the ruh and the soul of that person to be presented by the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to sleep in the state of wudu. May Allah give us tawfiq. And a person then recites, Allahumma bismika amutu wa ahya, that, O oh Allah, with your name do I die and live? and goes to sleep in this particular manner in the state of wudu, ensuring that he is remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the entire five or six hours of sleep will be counted as the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So inshallah, if we make a firm determination as we go closer to the month of Ramadan, we remind ourselves of developing this habit of the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This will be a means of Ramadan becoming easy for us, and it will be uh, a means of us uh, benefiting and not being deprived of the barakat and the mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in the famous hadith which we always hear he said when he ascended the member and the sahaba heard him saying ameen thrice and they asked him thereafter what was the reason for this ameen he said that when I ascended the member one of the, the duas that Jibreel alayhi salam made to which I said ameen was woe be unto the person who witnesses the month of Ramadan but is unable to get himself pardoned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I said, Ameen. Which means it is such a level of deprivation that Jibreel alayhi salam, who is the mightiest of the malaika, is expressing that displeasure and that curse 
and Sayyidul Khalq, Sayyidina Rasulullah, the best of the creation of Allah, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, is saying ameen to that, that curse and that, that dua. So it is for us to set some tartib and make a pattern in our life. Sometimes the first mistake we have in our life is we don't make an intention. And the ulama say we are deprived not because we make incorrect intentions, it's because we don't make any intention. We are more deprived because we don't. So we came to the masjid. So it's Isha time, so we came for Isha. But a person could have made the intention that I'm coming to the masjid, the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and when I enter, I will perform two sunnah and two tahiyyatul masjid. Two cycles of tahiyyatul masjid. And if I meet one of my Muslim brothers, I will make salam to him and smile in his face. I'll get the reward of sadaqah. I will see if anybody is ill and I would try to show express concern for them. So all these intentions combined. So when he comes into the masjid, he's got the niyyah of the two sunnah before the salah. He is allowed, as a Muslim, is allowed to incorporate within that sunnah the niyyah of tahiyyatul masjid, the niyyah of the two sunnah before isha salah, for example. If he's got a need, he can include in that the intention of salatul hajah, that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fulfill a need of mine. He may include in that the intention of Salat al-Tawbah, oh Allah, I incorporate in this the intention of Tawbah, that you forgive my sins through the blessings of these two rakat. He may include within this the intention of Salat al-Shukr, in two rakats of Salat. So sometimes our deprivation is not because we made the wrong intention, it's because we didn't make any intention. And this is why the muhaddithin, the scholars of hadith, they commence their writing and their compilation of hadith with the first famous hadith, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ That the a'mal are judged and the weight of the amal is dependent on, on the intention. And this is something which we need to make an effort to, to establish within our lives. And if the intention is, is defective and riya show enters into the intention of the mind of the person, then the reward of the action is lost. So we're sitting here for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should check our intention. We are sitting here to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the ulama of the past mentioned an incident. They say this person was in the masjid and he started performing salah, two rakats of salah. And he heard the door of the masjid opening. It must have been in the villages or one of those places in which they didn't have solid doors the way we do. And when he, when he heard the door opening, he decided, I'm going to okay, say, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, nicely in ruku. And the person will see the ruku, in, the posture is nice, the sujood is nice. And, and when he made salam, he turned and he realized that accidentally a dog entered the masjid. And then he was lamenting and taunting himself that your entire salah you dedicated to a dog. So similarly we need to remind ourselves doing actions to show other people, to impress other people will yield no benefit on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us ikhlas and sincerity in our amal. This is what makes the amal weighty on the day of Qiyamah. This is why on the day of Qiyamah we have scales. Because the amal, the amal are not only counted, they are weighed. So the more ikhlas, the more sincerity, the more ittiba and emulation of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa found in any action, the weightier that amal. So even if it be a small act outwardly, a five ran you gave somebody asking who was in need, with sincerity you made the intention for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with ikhlas that it should benefit you on the day of qiyamah, that five ran will outweigh millions if it is given without sincerity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our sitting and gathering for his remembrance and make it a means of our spiritual upliftment, inshaAllah. And we should make the intention that we will work on some quality which we find defective. 
within ourselves and have it removed gradually by sitting in the gatherings of dhikr, the gatherings of deen, so that we are purified before we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will conclude without taking too much of your time. Imam al-Ghazali rahimahullah says that the example of a human being is like a box and he, the, that box has within it small bottles and each bottle contains some liquid within it. So there's a bottle of one might have blood, one might have perfume, one might have water, uh, one might have other types of impurities. So if a person merely keeps the box sealed and says, well, my box is fine, it's sealed, and it's very good, he's pleased with what he has, he will never know what he possesses and what he is carrying. Similarly, if a person feels, no, alhamdulillah, my heart is clean, I don't have any animosity, I don't have hasad, I don't have ostentation, I do not show off, I am not boastful, I do not have hatred and enmity, so I just pacify myself that, no, I'm wearing a kurta, I've got a beard and a turban, so everything is clean inside. That's a deception. He says, we need to open our hearts. So in a gathering like this, we sit with the intention that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us tawfiq to ponder and look inside. Let me see what I have inside. In Arabic, there's a famous saying, Sahibul bayt adra bima The owner of the house knows exactly what the contents of the house is. So we know what we have inside. Outwardly, we can show people a beautiful appearance. And uh, this sometimes is one of the delusions we fall into, that we think that because the kurta is white, the heart is also white. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So this is a gathering of reflection, a gathering in which we take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not just because we want to sit in a gathering in which there's a nice tune, or that is all to soften the heart so that we can focus on what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us to do, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Inshallah we'll recite. A few verses from the famous poem, the Qasida Burda. We request all the brothers to join in the famous chorus. <coughs> Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Shut down. 
Concentrating on the meaning and our allegiance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to leave the obedience of the creation of Allah and place ourselves, our hearts, our minds and our actions in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَوْضَلُ الذِّكْرِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ لَا Oh, yeah. 
أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر سبحان الله والحمد لله ولا إله إلا الله والله أكبر صلى الله على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم 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 صلى الله على محمد 
ബിസ്മില്ലാഹിറബിലാലമീനസ്സലാത്തുസ്സലാമുഅലൈഹി <تصفيق> اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك اللهم إياك نعبد ولك نصلي ونسجد وإليك نسعى ونحفد ونرجو رحمتك ونخشى عذابك إن عذابك الجد بالكفار ملحق اللهم اهدنا فيمن هديت وعافنا فيمن عافيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا برحمتك شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم من جميع الذنوب والخطايا ونتوب إليك اللهم إنا نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بذ والسلامة من كل إثم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا همما إلا فرجته ولا دينا إلا قضيته ولا كربا إلا نفسته ولا ضالا إلا هديته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا ميتا إلا رحمته ولا حاجة من حوائج الدنيا والآخرة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة اللهم إنا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم أعنا على غمرات الموت وسكرات الموت اللهم اغفر لجميع موت المسلمين الذين شهدوا لك بالوحدانية ولنبيك بالرسالة وماتوا على ذلك اللهم اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم من النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيقا اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذ منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم واغفر لنا ورحمنا إنك أنت الغفور الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عنا يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين